Well, we've got uh, Mary Kramer, uh, who is uh, the one and only Crane Communications Group publisher, and she is uh, here thanks to the good folks of Varnum Law, business law experts that are in your corner. Visit VarnumLaw.com, V-A-R-N-U-M, VarnumLaw.com. Good morning, Mary. Good morning, Paul W. Your favorite Halloween candy? (laughs) I think I have to go with the... uh Reese's peanut butter. Cup. See now, I found a better story that Kim has forwarded to me, and, <laughs> and indeed, Reese's peanut butter cups number one on the list. I had another candy uh, story a moment ago, and it just didn't make any sense. <laughs> this one makes sense. Reese's is number one, followed by Snickers, followed by M and M's, Hershey bars, candy corn, Skittles, Starburst, and Tootsie Pops. Mm. This was Tootsie a Pops. That's telephone. a blast from the past. That really is a blast from the past. That was fun. That was a, you'd, you'd work hard on it to get to that little <laughs> stuff in there. It was good stuff. Uh, bef- uh, you had already gone to press when the uh, sad news came out regarding Congressman John Conyers. Did you have much uh, interaction with Congressman Conyers over the years? Uh, a little bit, but um, I, I have visited his office a couple of times in Washington for various things. Uh, and, of course, we covered um, things that had a business angle locally. But I think the earlier news report about the Martin Luther King holiday, I think that's going to be one of the the uh, the uh, milestone sort of acts that he that he uh, created, that he pushed for, and that will be around, you know, for years and years and years to come. Right. And we can attribute it to him, to Congressman uh, John Conyers. Uh, More about him in the celebration of his life throughout the day here on WJR. Hunting for revenue. Fewer hunters mean fewer dollars for Michigan's conservation program, screams the front page of this week's Trains (laughs) Detroit Business. Well, it's almost hunting season, right? And so this is a story by Dustin Walsh, and, and it's something that I never really quite considered, but uh, the way the DNR funds a lot of the programs, the Department of Natural Resources, it's it's through fees and hunting licenses. A portion of hunting licenses um, will fund a lot of conservation programs. Also, a tax that comes back from the feds on firearms and bullets, that also helps um, fund some of the programs. But, Paul, they've got 125,000 fewer hunting licenses now than in 2013, and they continue to drop in number year after year. So the story kind of looks at what the DNR is looking at. Meanwhile, while hunting is going down, all these other activities like kayaking and camping and um, stand-up paddleboarding and all these other things that are happening – in public lands, and so they're looking at possibly having a stamp or something like that that they can generate revenue, as some other states have done. So the story kind of looks, it's a, it's a precursor, I think, to something that you might be seeing down the pike, which is another way of getting revenue out of people who are enjoying our pure Michigan outdoors. <laughs> Another way to tax people. All right. Well, well, you can use the tax word. I guess they're going to use a user fee. <laughs> well, whatever. I mean, I understand. And, uh, you know, for people who say, oh, I'm glad that the hunting numbers are down, they're not paying close attention because, as you just pointed out again and again, uh, if the hunting revenue is down, it affects conservation programs. The very programs that these people like uh are are going to be hurt by fewer hunters it's it's all a delicate balance and by the way hunting season is underway now 
but that's uh, bow season, and oh, some bow, people yeah, already sure. bow. Yeah, so November fifteenth will be the the sunrise, the only sunrise uh, in Michigan that you can hear. Uh, because as sunrise happens, firearm season begins. I think it's November 15th. <laughs> Meanwhile, Carl Camden left Kelly Services as CEO and uh, working on a few other things, I guess. Yeah, Carl is a long time. He was at uh, Troy-based uh, Kelly for 22 years, not all of them as CEO. But um, he uh, left because he thought he uh, he was a candidate for Oakland University's top job president. And he didn't get that job, but he had a keen interest and was already working on this uh, independent worker platform that, that he now is launching. It's, it's an interesting idea. It's a nonprofit, and there's a for-profit company that's tied to it. But the whole idea is that Kelly, what did Kelly do? They, they got people who, uh, contingent workers, um, gig economy kinds of workers who would work for uh, Kelly clients, and Kelly would be the matchmaker and try and serve the needs of, of the employers. Well, there's a huge independent workforce, and what Carl is now doing is creating opportunities for these people. If you are a contingent worker, if you are not a full-time employee, say I was a contingent worker at Crane, I could join this organization, I could find my own benefit packages, um, and I could find additional work. So this is a this is a whole thing that he's got Mike Bishop involved, a former U.S. rep. Mike Bishop is co-president of this organization. They've got Peter Carmanis as Mad Dog Technology building a digital platform, and today they're announcing an affiliation with a with an association called Moonlighting that has 725,000 freelancers around the country. So he has not he's he's got a he's got an expertise in this area. And and this is kind of a big deal. That's a, a very big deal to have that kind of firepower when you talk about, among others, Peter Carmanis and Mike Bishop. A lot of firepower. Hey, your column, Opinion, Crane's Detroit Business, on page 8, Mary Kramer, the headline, Governor Needs to Flex Muscle on Wayne State University Mess. Tell us. Well, this is the whole thing where they have it's it, they have an elected board, Paul, and they have a 4-4 split on the board. And as... Um, the 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 the, neg- the people who oppose Roy Wilson would love to have him fired. Can't do it with just their four votes. There's a deadlock on the board, and so the the, the folks on the board who are in in this anti Wilson contingent, they have scuttled a deal between Wayne State's medical school and Henry Ford Health System. And they have done a few other things. And the governor could really, it's, it's kind of a mess, governance mess. And now the accrediting agency, the national accrediting agency that gives Wayne State all of its credibility for all the programs and the degrees that they offer, has said, you better fix this. You need to fix this. And it doesn't look like it's going to be fixed because there's, there's a 4-4 split. Wow. So, um, so the, with the accreditation threatened, there was an independent review, and it looked at one person in particular, a member of the board who has threatened to fire people if she doesn't get her way you know, on things. She's kind of um, thrown her weight around as a board member, according to this report, and the governor can, has the power to remove elected officers if there is um, evidence of misfeasance. And so misfeasance is, is a lower bar than malfeasance, <laughs> which would be like Kwame Kilpatrick <laughs> level oh, of, of misdeeds. Yeah. yeah. So this is a lower bar, and maybe maybe she can take a look at this and see if she can help 
solve what is a huge governance mess. Here's hope they get to the bottom of that. I always thought Dr. Wilson was doing a fine job. What do I know? I thought he was doing a fine job. I didn't know about all the... uh, the, uh, the all this stuff behind the scenes, and I didn't know about it until I read Crane's Detroit Business, and you should do the same. Thank you, Mary Kramer. Thank you, Paul W. You take care. Brought to you by Varnum Law, business law experts that are in your corner. Visit VarnumLaw.com, V-A-R-N-U-M, VarnumLaw.com.